I'm disgraced sports journalist Josh Gallup, and this is the Kick It Forward podcast, the only sports newsroom with the guts to tell it like it is. Remember, yell Kick It Forward anywhere, tag us, and we will share it. Uh, guys, we have a very big special guest on today's show. So exciting. We've got a new studio. We've got, oh. a, we've got um, also Coldplay are in town. So what's the most exciting part? Well, very special guest. Yes. You obviously, yeah. they're in the room right now. Um, welcome, because Coldplay are in town. Um, Joe Weston, yeah, um, Championship Diamond. Yeah, welcome, Joe. Thank you. Thanks for having me. What do you think of our new setup? Well, I didn't see the old setup, but well, I like good. I like this setup. Is this an, is, this is a dramatic improvement? Well, oh. audio quality drop. There's not golf bags in the room, oh. um, which is pretty good. But yeah, the, um, the echo's gone well. There are there is a whole room of people that can actually hear us. The, in the building, so I'm a little bit concerned about that. They yeah. get first access to the pod. Yeah, we had to record a sting earlier and was screaming and then Giorgio, we went outside because he was in, it was embargoed. He didn't want to spoil the gag. Yeah, I didn't want to hear it. And I was outside and I was like, hmm, if I can hear every word Josh is saying, then <laughs> everyone in that room over there that are laughing to themselves at Josh laughing at screaming into a microphone can also hear every word Josh. I, I think the first thing I said to Josh was, as long as you guys stay quiet, you can come <laughs> into this office. But we are recording past business hours, so I think we're, I think we're pretty safe. The roof is a kilometre high though. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is good for audio. High ceilings. High ceilings. Yeah. Stay with us. Next week it'll be better, okay? We're, we're going to okay. buy some audio crap. Joe, Joe um, you're in town for Coldplay. Yeah, and a couple of other things, but yeah, I, yeah, sorry, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, I'm here um, just to say hi, enjoy Perth, yeah. enjoy the weather. Yeah, you know mm. how it is. What are your um, favourite thirty things about Perth? Thirty? <laughs> That's probably not enough. <laughs> okay, ah, twist my arm, forty. <laughs> well, I start at forty. Okay, <laughs> count it Have down. It? There's a lot of four lease signs around. Not much business in town. Oh, well, maybe I'll move over here and start up a competitor podcast. <laughs> we, we would really like that. Um, congratulations, by the way, on the um, the World Cup. Thank you. Thank you. Um, revenge after 2019. Yeah, I'm actually a bit disappointed you already brought that up. That's probably one of my lowest sporting moments, but it's fine. Um, uh, yeah, it's come yeah. full circle, so it's fine. Where do you store your gold medal? Well, I don't really feel comfortable disclosing that on the internet. Oh, no. Okay, but like- no. Do you really want to know the truth? Is it in a yeah. cabinet? Is it locked away? It's on a chest of drawers and it's in two separate parts because my medal and ribbon uh, may have removed themselves from each other during our celebrations <laughs> and I haven't got around to having it fixed. Okay, so, okay. Well, yeah. That's one of my pet peeves is when um, they spend all this money on, you know, the build-up and the actual champion itself and then the thing they actually give the athletes is like, really cheap and shit. Yeah. I always find that with the medals I get, um, <laughs> they're never as good quality as <laughs> I ran in a race. Uh, Joe, how's netball going anyway? Because you, you're not playing the Fast Five, which we keep seeing like viral clips for. Yeah, the dancing. The dancing and also netball. That's why I'm actually surprised they didn't put me in the team because I'm an incredibly good dancer. Yeah. Uh, but I played Fast Five a few years ago and it's sort of, um, it's my rest period, so just. So might as well take some time off when you can. Yeah, taking it easy. We were talking about this before and it kind of shocked us. Um, You've never ever played mixed netball? No. And it's a, probably a testament <laughs> to your career because you haven't had to. I wouldn't say that mixed netball is the lower ranking version of the sport. Oh, so you're saying it? Kingsway um, did four on Wednesday nights. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. I'm just waiting for my opportunity. Like they just, I don't know if they haven't spotted my talent yet or mm. they don't think I'm fully capable, but I haven't, haven't had the call up. It is really frustrating when you play in mixed netball and there's a, like a, a girl that's obviously played a high level and you don't know how to use your body and then they just dominate you completely on um, like the rules. You don't like getting beaten by a girl. <laughs> Josh. Oh, she loves Josh, getting dominated by hell? a girl, but yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> 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 
Can we move on? <laughs> hey, Joe, you have a dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we got this chat out. We got this chat I, out of the I way. I do, yes. Oh, my God. Do you have a dog? Yeah, yeah. I just got a puppy a few weeks oh ago. My God, What's his name? Bucket. His name's Bucket. Bucket. Uh, Isaac, you tell me about your dog. Uh, my dog's name is Billy. Billy. She's an Australian Shepherd. And she's five now, so she's she's seen some things, and she's relatively well behaved now. <laughs> That's cute. Can I ask? So, so back mm, to your dog. Do you buy like good quality things for your dog, or is it just like Kmart collar, Kmart leash? Because I'm already arguing with my girlfriend because like I'm just like just get the Kmart thing. It looks fine, and she's like, I want the Frank Green leather tan collar and like we're already arguing about it i have a mix so i have some that i have you know low high end like you do with your wardrobe you know you buy some nice things some things that are a bit cheaper but I, so i bought a um a name tag for bucket on the weekend cute and i ran the tag by my girlfriend i said i sent a photo it's a little silver tag it's waterproof it's good quality she goes yeah, yeah cool cool yep happy with that and we got it engraved. I took it home. She goes, no, nah, I'm buying a new one. I don't like the font. And you're just like, come bucket. Come bucket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, that's the thing. That's the thing. I have to say come bucket. Okay. <laughs> it was probably del- it was deliberate, wasn't it, George? <laughs> well, no, it was actually revealed to me after. Uh, I think the short name, the nickname of your dog is Bucket. Bucket. Mm. And the full name being what you guys have been saying before. That's right. No, <laughs> otherwise it's come, come bucket. All right, that's enough about this dog. Um, Joe, Harry, how's your weekend? Oh, wait, wait, quickly, Joe, Coldplay, Coldplay, quickly. It was all the rage here in Perth, all the rage. I find it hilarious how they announced uh, Sydney and Melbourne shows immediately after Perth had this exclusive offer. But um, tell me about these. I saw some, like, exercise bikes at the front of the stage. So is this all about being um, self-sustainable, powering the concert or something? Apparently, we were right near the bikes and there were people on there the entire time. I thought, I did not pay my money to ride an exercise bike. <laughs> yes, and that contributed to lighting up Optus Stadium and powering the audio. It's good for the environment, apparently. What? They one percent, baby. Hey, so you're saying Chris Martin from Coldplay is a fucking liar. Because everyone, they wouldn't know what wasn't... Oh, I met um, Zoe Ventura last week from Pact of the Rafters. What the fuck? What, Ace's yeah. sister? <laughs> you mean... Um, Mel. Mel. Mel, who died in... For Fix You. Yeah. Which, what happened? I, we had a chat on air and I said, it's great to see you. Joe, do you remember Pact of the Rafters? Yes. You know when Mel died because she was texting while driving? Yeah, that was really good. I think TAC must have paid for that. Placement <laughs> 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 in the TV show. Well, she's not dead. She actually she's was alive. radio She's station. actually alive. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Guys, I made the uh, dumbest drunk online purchase over the weekend um, uh, at my mate's 30th. So, because <laughs> I got, a, I saw an email today that reminded me of said purchase, and I was like, "Oh God, why did I buy that?" It's a shirt that says "Milf" on it. Man, I love frogs. Oh, <laughs> do you know that's been advertised to me on Instagram Look. and stuff. <laughs> Why would you buy that? I like, I like it. There's a couple couple of mates and myself. We have got we've got an Instagram like group going where we share frog memes to each other. So we decided to, <laughs> for no reason, and we decided to. Well, I decided we needed to buy these. I think I had their approval and um, forked out 180 dollars for four shirts. So. I don't know what uh, you've either been saying frogs into your phone as targeted advertising, mm. or you've been saying milfs. So yeah, oh, yeah. yeah no, I'm not too sure. Do you reckon they'll pay me back? That's annoying. Hey, do you anyone, think he- anyone here need a milf? Man, I love frog shirt. Mm. Schemes. 
It's not breaking the law, but sometimes it toes the line. Scheme, 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 scheme. That's a good song. Good song. Cisco, uh, hold me. You like schemes, Joe? Or you just you play net- netball? That's a <laughs> no. pretty good scheme, earning money professionally for as an athlete. Yeah, it is. All I have to do is throw a ball around. It's the biggest scheme known to man. Um, so uh, <laughs> I had a couple of weeks off, lots of emails come through. But you guys remember this whole thing started because of um, a free speaker scheme. Yeah, because you're a giant sting. Free hire, free hire, mm. free speaker hire. Stinge, um, stinge, stinge mode. Stealing. Well, I got word that there are other things you can hire completely free of charge. Oh, hi there. Um, <laughs> I just have a question. I'm not a member yet. Um, is it free to join? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Any public library is free. Oh, okay. Um, and my friend also said that you can rent and like hire books for free. Is that right? Oh, you just borrow books for free. Borrow books, magazines, DVDs, audio books, the whole lot. It's just all for free. Okay, and there's no fees yeah. attached to any of it. So you can take up to 12 items for three weeks. That's great. That's It sounds almost it's too good to be true. That's like a scheme or something. Whoa. Wow. Guys. Oh, there's a place we can rent books. Yeah, it's called a library. <laughs> 12 books. What? For three weeks, free of charge. Oh, my God. <laughs> next, next you're going to tell me you can walk outside and breathe oxygen for free, George. <laughs> what a scene. Uh, I thought you guys liked that one. Um, so Amy writes in. <laughs> Not just books, though. Yeah, I know. DVDs. Like, DVDs. You get access to an online Audible library. What? I know. <laughs> There's got to be a catch. Oh, fucking hell. Sign me up. Um, Amy writes in, I followed in Giorgio's footsteps this week by purchasing an, an item fully intending on returning it. For a group assignment, I went to a music shop and purchased an interface, recorded some vocals and guitar and packed it back up, all without removing any stickers or ruining any packaging. I returned it the next day, told them my dad had confessed he got me an interface for Christmas, the previous Christmas, got my assignment finished and my money back, no harm done. Um, she's a giant stinge. I that is, that is. I think she's completely on in line with the speaker um, stinge. Yeah, speaker but stinge. this time it's like audio hardware. <laughs> well, same. That was that. audio hardware. Yeah, true. Similar. Uh, Tom also says, "Hi boys, pop is okay." Also, just walked past a roadside foosball table while riding this, which is grouse. Is that scheme? That's not the scheme. He said, I was at Curtin Uni when they started charging for parking. Being a uni student, I was not able to shift any of my $500 casual weekly wage from debauchery to education. Mm. Fortunately, I knew how to use Microsoft Paint, so I copied the parking ticket design, printed them off, put them on my windscreen and parked at uni. Turns out the parking nuffies don't take a close look at tickets, so I got away with this for two years. Eventually, a construction site popped up next to my main uni block, so I designed a car length sticker with a fake tradie business logo on it and parked there for free for my final year. Legitimately saved thousands of dollars. I'm sharing this as it may help, to, may help today's crop of struggling uni students not to have to choose between beer and parking. I don't mind that because I used to always just run the gauntlet every single uni yeah. day. I would never pay for parking. And there was a weird stipulation they had to because it was a nature reserve next to UWA. So they had to actually physically give you the um, parking fine to say so to catch you in the act. Criminal. Love that one, Georgia. I'm all about taking advantage of um, public parking and not paying for it. Uh, yes. A couple of years ago at a former workplace, um, I did uh, design or well, remade a um, permit 
uh, using Photoshop skills. And then the tricky bit was the hologram. So we found the hologram um, on eBay. It was some fishing lure material um, that matched, oh my God, matched exactly the hologram. So we got that wow. in. Wow. Made them up in two years of re-parking, cha-ching, every day. Whoa, oh, cha-ching. Cha-ching. Yeah. <laughs> we tried that once with a concert and we spent all day trying to make this uh, concert bands because we, someone else had an armband already. And we um, walked to the gate and the woman goes, they're fake, and ripped them off us. It's <laughs> all day. Scheming's not for everyone. <laughs> no, he wins Not Sammy everyone Lisa. can be a hustler, Josh. What do you think, schemes? Schemes, you like the schemes? Look, I also have to admit I've done something similar to that. <gasps> More schemes, go. No, a parking permit. Oh, my God. But a very, I didn't go to your length. I just changed 2022 to 2023. It was Whoa. an easy fix. Yeah, no. Whoa. Get the fuck out. Scandal. <laughs> We've been delving into Hinge lately. So on Hinge, you can do voice memos for 30 seconds, okay? okay. And they, they, they sometimes go viral. They're really funny. I've seen that on TikTok. They're really funny. And I thought that would be really good. And, you know, weighing up who's single and everything like that. And Harry goes, oh, I'm going to put my hand up. Okay, I can, I can get involved in this. But the problem is you can't upload like pre-edited audio. So we came together, nine of us, and wanted to make the most epic possible Hinge sting in a way ever. So Nine Harry- of you? So yeah, nine of us came together, all with our own sound mm. effect buttons, <laughs> our sound laptops, <laughs> yeah. uh, a piano, um, Giorgio dressed as a baby. So we thought, what would what would endear Harry to women? Saving a child, yes, tick. Okay. Um, coming to a woman's aid in, in her time oh, of yeah. need. Also hates cats or prefers dogs over cats. Doesn't uh, really hate them. Yeah, fixing things. Oh, yeah. Fixing things. Fixing things. Yeah. Willing, yeah. Willingness yeah. to run into a burning building. As yeah, well. exactly. Yeah. Do yeah. it all. And how do we figure that uh, in thirty seconds? You ask. Well, we found a way. So here it is. So a daily essential for me is having like a dip in the ocean. Oh, the baby's in the burning what? building. Where? Oh my god, I'm on it. I'm on it. Oh, it's so hot. Like Italy, because I love to travel. <laughs> oh, oh, cat. Oh, I'm more of a dog person. Come on, mate. Here we go. Let's go. Come on. Oh, the ceiling's collapsed above me. I'm a bit of a handyman, so I'll fix that one later, not to worry. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Oh, you're welcome. Cheers. Anyway, um, so I love getting outdoors and uh, having a big wank. <laughs> Any responses yet, Harry? Because it's gone live for a way. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> you like wow, just wow. <laughs> Mainly, what a what a masterpiece. It made what it- a production. The uh, the effort you've gone to. I know. Well, there were nine of us running around. We got this like contract coming right now, so we can't release the actual making of video because we all spray like champagne afterwards as well because we achieved it because it took so long to. Uh, Get the moving paces. It was, it was about two hours of rehearsal, Joe, and then um, about an hour just going through takes until we until we nailed it. So we <laughs> all had we, our, it. we all had our own speaker and we all had our cues to press play on our own speaker <laughs> that added to that audio because you couldn't upload like any of that audio. So it's all IRL, which is in your real life. But we shorten it to save time. We say IRL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that is incredible. Well, yeah. Well, it's just an acronym. Oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Can the I audio. take it off now? <laughs> Okay, fine. So, what, yeah, what, legitimately, were any of them positive? The feedback? Uh, to be honest, I'd say all of them were positive because I think if anything, anyone thought they were negative, they just wouldn't respond to it. Right, them. right. They start. So, so maybe it was more negative than positive. Who okay, knows? Cool. Who knows? Oh, anyway, so this is an advertisement. If anyone wants us to make their hinge thirty-second voice memo for them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hang on. Scamming. We're still scamming here. Or how um, much? That's our new process. I don't know. Twenty bucks or something. <laughs> how long did that take? I don't you? know if that's a scheme. <laughs> Three hours. Okay. So. <laughs> and then and then thinking about it for about a week yeah, as well. Concept. Yeah. The hourly rates are quite low. You've got to do things. Okay. So well, the hourly this rate is, the is business higher. Thing again. This is like when we sold t-shirts and made a loss. Um, <laughs> 
All right, let's move on. Guys, we've got a new segment. Speaking of business, so we've got, we've got a new studio. We've come into a bit of money recently. Like, and I, rather than me take... Uh, Where my, is it? It's in this plywood. <laughs> yeah, the, panels. the echoes. Rather than uh, us, you know, spend my fee from the new basketball podcast. Every Thursday now we'll have a... Or Thursday, Friday, we'll have a new basketball podcast with Sporting News. So that's... Um, it's great. It's funding this and it's also then allowing us to do basketball, which is something I like as well. We wanted to find a way to market the pod better, to put it out there. So what if all of us had $1,000 each to do whatever we wanted to try and grow the podcast? This is the new segment. The gorilla's escaped and he's doing a marketing degree? <laughs> gorilla marketing. Gorilla marketing. So um, I have an idea of what I want to do. I have about four ideas and I, the budget's $1,000 maximum. You can use less of that, Georgia, if you want to scheme it. Mine's zero and I've just booked a one-way flight to, to Mexico and you'll never see me again. <laughs> It's a good scheme. Awesome. I'm coming with you, George. <laughs> I like that. I've got 10 ideas. You've got 10 ideas yeah. already. I've yep. only got four. Only 10. Mm. Only four. Yes. Yeah, oh. so any guerrilla marketing things that come to mind that have worked for you or you think of? like, Because I've got a couple ideas, but I don't want to say them out loud yet because I want them to be a surprise. One was trying to find Nicolas Cage who's down south right now filming a movie and just getting him to be like, kick it forward. But <laughs> I'll give you a thousand dollars. Kick it forward. To say kick it forward. Well, it might start in the movie? Fight. No, no. Oh, actually, that's an even better idea. <laughs> Fuck. Um, if we pull our three thousand. No, anyway, yeah. <laughs> no, he's got too much money. Oh, he has got tax debt. Mm. Mm, damn it. <laughs> he does. That's why he has to do so many movies. Maybe uh, you should do something like the, you know, how they've got like the fake people that call you up and say they're for the ATO and try and scam people into paying the money. <laughs> you could do that. So you could do it, but say it's like, we'll let you off your debt if you screenshot the Kick It Forward podcast and put it on your Instagram story. So <laughs> your, <laughs> your suggestion <laughs> just hiring all my a money scamming in a like scamming centre and getting them to scam them, but we pay the, the in. <laughs> You know they're always selling dodgy insurance money or something. You said you wanted outside. I, the think, it's yeah, yeah. I think it's a good idea. I think it's a brilliant. Well, it's like, what if you just committed fraud? <laughs> this is you saying it, and your original idea, one of your original scheme ideas, was just fraud. No, it's running away with a thousand dollars. It's not fraud. No, I meant the tires. Anyway, so that's the idea. So keep an eye out for the next couple of weeks. We'll probably um, over three weeks we'll reveal us. And my idea was, if Giorgio mails it in and just like buys a billboard in Bunbury. Even though I lose $1,000, it's win-win because it's a tax deduction and we get to give you shit forever. But um, then if you do something brilliant somehow, then we also win because then it's a, a brilliant marketing for the podcast. When's it due? Hmm. Let's give us a month. I'm a deadline guy. A month. One month. Uh, my mu- uh, birthday's in a six month. Six weeks. Six weeks. Nah. My before, birthday's before. in a month. How old are you? <laughs> So it's my birthday. No, month. it'd be a very busy time. Are you um, going to have a whole birthday month celebration? Of course. That is frowned upon behaviour. Yeah. I'm not, no. <laughs> Unacceptable. The whole year. No, okay, <laughs> hang on. Before the um, silly season. Do season. Chrissy yeah, do Chrissy season. Chrissy do season. Mm. I think so, because then we're like, there's some other things going on in January. All right, we'll try and get it before the rake, all right? So you know, you know what I call silly season? Season. Uh, I'm crazy. Let's go to the headlines. <laughs> oh, sorry, there's one more. I was going to ask some questions about the office. Oh, yeah, go on. Like the show. Who's the office manager? <laughs> Who is the office manager? Right now? Yeah. Um, I guess it's me, I guess. Okay. Will any basic food be provided? <laughs> uh, no. I took an apple from the kitchen. Of course you I fucking did, Giorgio. <laughs> they can hear you outside. <laughs> Giorgio came right, in right. and we're, it's just two of us in this echoey room and he just sits there and we've got the audio so we'll put it in. And he goes, it's okay if I eat? I was like, yeah, sure. And, you know, most people have a sandwich. <laughs> Pulls out a fucking hard carrot. 
It is so loud, and every time he bites, he's so <laughs> unconscious to how shit it is. Okay, okay, we'll move on from that. That's I'm glad I brought that up in the end. Um, how many are we having any fire drills? Good question. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Well, There's a lot of flammable shit. You should read. There. You should read up on Rick Rascola. He saved a lot of lives on 9/11. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> is it a bad time for a shout out? No, anyway. No, no, sorry, sorry. Um, we're having, are we having a kick it for a Christmas party? Well, that's what Giorgio floated. We wouldn't mind having something, but then that, that also involves spending money. So then I kind of don't want to do that. Okay. Finally, what's we- the work from home policy? <laughs> <laughs> for the podcast? Yeah, because I like, well, for all of it. <laughs> I kind of well, started well, no, work. no work from I home. started other work from 12 hours ago, then came into second work. It's on the same street, actually. I've now got two jobs on the same street. It is on the same street. And actually, my previous job was on this street, too. What's your other job? Radio. Oh. Mm. He makes radios. Can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> it's very talented. Engineer, actually. That's why I want my drill. Do you reckon there's much of an echo, though? It's fucking heat. That wasn't that big. Uh, bloody icy. Nadia Bartel poos for the first time in a day. It was better than Leo. The Matildas have won again. And welcome back, Daniel Ritardo. They came bounding over. <laughs> The headlines. Welcome to the headlines. This <laughs> <laughs> one <waiting> for Harry. <laughs> was that recording? That was a load bearing poster. Welcome to the headlines. Yes. The studio just fell apart. <laughs> Maybe there's a ghost. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> don't I hate that. Sorry. I used to believe so much in ghosts when I was young. You know, in year 10, we did a project on. Um, Ghosts of WA, and we went to the Fremantle prison. And the guy was adamant. We spoke to one guard who was adamant there were like a billion ghosts in that place. Anyway, welcome to the headlines. There to the, you go. Let's get to the main event. Oh, that was it. Was ship is gonna gonna hit a six and gonna suck some dicks. Gonna bow with my mates. I stopped watching the World Cup when Piers Morgan's son commented on how Australia was doing. What a freak, hey? Oh, that was our Sheffield Shield sting, by the way, as well, but we just use it for cricket. Amazing, amazing Australia won after that. They went zero and two and everyone was riding them off. We had that one flog. We had, I found another flog today. I'll put them in here as well. First up, Australia can get in the bin. It's almost as if they haven't invested in this form of cricket for absolutely years and they're boring us all to death with this 1990s style of just scoring runs slowly. I predict nine group stage losses. Next up, South Africa. Um, so light towers in your face. Pierce Morgan in your face. He's been pretty bloody quiet. <laughs> tell you that much. Um, he did. Pierce Morgan did say congratulations though. Did he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, yeah. thank and God. He, showed, he told us how mad he was about it. But oh. I don't. I don't want it. I don't want his congratulations. I accept it. You know where you can shove it. Oh, okay. Easy. All right. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Do you have like World Cup uh, empathy or whatever it is? Like you understand what it is to win a world championship and they've been through it as well. I don't know. Like do do you see other Australian teams do it and you're like, oh, I'm stoked. When you see the Matildas do well, you're like, oh, I'm stoked as well. Pretty much, yeah. Any Australian team because it's a pride thing? I think so. I feel like it's no different from you guys to me. I mean, I I don't know. The cricketers have been – I feel like everyone talks a lot of shit about them, so I was glad to see them come through with the good Yeah, I think so too. They've won everything now. They won the Test Championship, they won the T20 World Cup, and then they've won this as well from a losing position. It's pretty know, awesome. It is. A couple of highlights, though, from the fallout. Um, Adam Zampas, there's a big rigmarole at the start of the World Cup because 
someone from the, the Australian newspaper said that he was un-Australian because he wasn't singing the national anthem. But he, he came out that he was actually on codeine the whole time and he could barely remember even being there. Uh, and he spoke about it like at length and then people kept writing articles that this guy was un-Australian for not singing the national anthem because he then was being really stubborn and just not doing it to piss everyone off because they were somehow trying to link it to the referendum. Uh, he's then he's then <laughs> just posted as his a celebration with the trophy and then just a piece of paper with Byra written on it, receipts. Like he's kept all the receipts on the people that doubted him, <laughs> but he's posted on his Instagram. I thought that was pretty late. And he had 23 wickets. So. And the coolest sunnies ever. Coolest sunnies ever. They yeah, get right around it. Like, yeah, um, yeah. they seem like a pretty like lovable team. Everyone, I don't know, there's something something always good about the underdog coming through and winning. I certainly have. What I found last night in the final was, um, the, I don't know what the audio production team was doing, but every time Australia did something good, like a four or a six or maybe a wicket, they had one song loaded up for Australia. It was Shannon Knoll, of course. That's Shannon Knoll. Every that's his version. Yeah, and they kept playing every this. time Australia did something good. Yeah, wow. In the background, I how, think that's the song I was hearing. How did you know that? Are you across Shannon Knoll pretty well, or like, do you hear this a lot, or did you, had you used it before at work? Yeah, yeah, all of the above. All of the above, in fact. The other thing they were playing was, um, can't get them out of my head at the moment, Coldplay as well in that stadium. Yeah, bloody Coldplay. Yeah, seriously. Oh. You know I was really excited though? Matthew Hayden, the commentary box. He was, as Australia was slowly getting towards, um, well, an achievable um, target for um, in, to get India out, Hayden was going skits. Charging around the outfield and they're up and running Australia. Two overs left, it's 2-2-7 two, two, for nine. Oh, there's one ball left. Yes, your timing was off, Harsha Bugger. He's usually great, Morgs. When you work with him long enough, he gets a nice little cheap shot in right on the fifth ball and then throws to the break. But hello, Harsha Bugger. I'm going to own you for one over here. You're going to feel the wrath of the big dot. <laughs> At that point, my phone lit up with individual group chats going, Anyone here fucking hate Australia? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, a couple of people missed me as well. Is you got to hear him like that at this time, Cody. He's so fucking yeah, psycho. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Joe, what does a, what does a uh, post-World Cup win celebration look like? Uh, ours was pretty extensive. Just one big party, dancing on the bar, those sorts of things. In Cape Town? Yeah. Cape Town's meant to be really fun, though. It was. It was, uh, it was a good celebration. And they have very loose liquor licensing laws ah, there. So. You look behind those eyes, it looks like Cape some Town. secrets. Yeah. Some secrets about the celebration. The next morning I was not. Um, mm. And they lovingly, obviously, um, booked us a sunrise cruise or this extravagant boat and the whole time. I was like, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Like the next, regardless of the result, you had a cruise the next day? Yeah. Well, I think if we'd lost, they probably would have maybe cancelled it, but because we won, they're like, perfect, let's Guys, go on the cruise. come on, let's get on the cruise. I know you're lost. <laughs> you got a cruise to get on. This episode of the podcast is made possible alongside our mates at Ned's. Thanks for jumping off for 2024. Now, round zero is over, Harry. You're aware of this? Mm, yeah, it's confused, but yes, I'm aware. The first full week of footy. Um, you're excited, right? I'm so thirsty for, for, for more footy. <laughs> I'm um, so thirsty. You sit down. I'm parched. Sit down. Any games you're excited about exactly or? Probably the debut of Harley Reid, the most built up oh, debut yeah. in the history of the AFL. Oh yeah, maybe Jack Watts over at Melbourne, but mm -hmm. we'll get to the Demons in a second. Oh, I'm pretty excited to see Frio. Uh, I might head down there and watch the game on Sunday. The last game, that's the glamour spot before bounce. Just before them though, are Melbourne versus the Western Bulldogs. This is a big one and they're coming off a pretty inconsistent 2023, the Doggies, and they take on the Ds who are convincingly beaten by Sydney at the SEG, but they still come in favourites at $1.67 on the Neds app. It's a massive weekend coming up, so head to the 
Neds app to check out all the markets for round one and take it to the Neds level. T's and C's apply. Prices subject to change. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. I hung around in Africa with my family for about a week. Then I went to Europe. I had a nice long holiday after. Deserved it. We won. Would have been a bit sad if we'd lost. Yeah, for sure. Yep, yep. Yeah, Yeah, we've played before. We understand. Yeah, cancel the whole trip. Mm. Come home and cry. (laughs) But the aerial shots of the stadium surroundings was a bit weird. Oh, sure. Because you know when you go to Optus Stadium, it's this amazing stadium. You know, any stadium around the world... Apart from this one, that showed the, the drone shots of the the river that was next to the stadium. But the river, like, I'm sure there was an area over that is nice in Amenabad and they have, like, an amazing kite festival as well, which is actually meant to be unbelievable. Like, you can't see the sky, there's so many kites. Mm. But they were showing this river that is set up for fl- floodplains. So it's just concrete, <laughs> like, as far as the eye could see. And it was just like, well, I guess during innings break, you need time to fill time. So they're just slowly moving down this <laughs> river. I'd rather look at the stadium itself. It was a masterpiece, that thing. Oh, you're nothing. Welcome to Nothing of the Week. Now, the, the country, subcontinent nation of India pretty much takes the cake for this today. But... <laughs> What? One and a half billion people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one and a half billion, you are all there. Um, I loved how they kept panning to the audience and there'd be like just women not speaking or like just the angriest group of men like not speaking at all, not clapping, not doing anything, not even cheering on, like trying to get them back on side or something like that. They kept going to Virat Kohli's wife. I know. Even when he was out. Like Jasper Boomer's out. What's Virat Kohli's wife up to? <laughs> so Travis Head had this amazing innings. Um, he also had an amazing catch. And he, was, he was unbelievable. And then today he, he posted this, this video. It was like a fire edit that a guy called Type Media, uh, Cheese, we actually know him, he's in, um, in Melbourne. He collab posted it with him because he was so happy with it. And it's these guys, there's like a rap song and they're dancing down the street and they've got their, all their heads and everything. It was so awesome. And then there's the Indians just replying. The last time I checked, there was like 10,000 comments or something. <laughs> and that's, that's not many like comparatively to their population though. Yeah, but to Australia, it's heaps. True. But Indian True. fans are like the notorious, but when you're reading them, you know, it's obviously in Hindi or Bengali or whatever, but then you press translate. <laughs> And it's always just this weird concoction of what is offensive in their language but doesn't quite translate in English. Yeah. Besides the obvious fuck or your, your mother is something or whatever like that. But it always devolves to that. But they kept saying lewd a lot. Lewd is, must be something. But the number one rip you can actually do on someone is say um, your father of. So Travis Head, father of uh, India. That's the worst thing you can ever say in Indian cricket fans. So I posted that on that that video and I left it for a bit and I went back and there was a hundred comments. <laughs> and these are some of the best ones. So Such a shit story. Josh is like, I found the most offensive thing you can say to an Indian. Well so I posted it publicly yeah. and these are the replies. I think it's offensive, but it's also I think it's I think it's like just like he's your daddy. I think it's something like that. Yep, but then okay. there's some of the quotes are like Fucking fuck fuck. <laughs> Stupid fucking fuck. <laughs> that was from one bloke. One guy just DM'd me, mother. <laughs> you fill in the rest. And then a lot of guys, a lot of variations of which I was translating is like, well, um, we are father of your mother. Ooh. And I was like, oh, okay. That was just your grandfather then. Then the law, they basically just throw in every female in your extended family as well. Uh, then they mention that you are like a donkey or something like that. Um, oh, wait, no, they're also Fitzy from Fitzy and Whipper. Uh, he had one where a man threatened to um, take the 150 nuclear bombs from the Indian army and target him in Sydney Nova, I guess. 
Okay. I've only got 150. And then the final one is like... <laughs> I think one would be enough. Yeah. 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 It's a big Nova. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of what people are saying is like, you play with the hearts of 1.5 million people. That's what I was saying. Um, so I've had a pretty good afternoon, guys. Uh, I read um, on Reddit, TJ wrote, knew Travis Head was a good egg after he spent an hour helping me sober up by feeding me a baguette outside a club in Greece back in 2013. Wow. How good's that? Well, there was that you spotted one too, Joe. Oh, hell. So much to love about Travis Head, not least that he always looks like a mugshot of a Florida man arrested for an amusing but criminal incident involving meth, an alligator, and a roller coaster. <laughs> so good. Uh, Joe, often on this podcast, we come across like serious comments or, you know, people posting uh, meaningful comments, but their usernames uh, make them hard to be taken seriously mm-hmm. one guy on reddit wrote the aussies just know how to do it what a win never gave india a chance on their home ground wow oh that was um i come coffee okay mm, cool good. thank you That's for that one. well he's he's probably the um, it's the icc <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> uh lastly like non-cricket related nuffy i found this video on um you know the celtics the nba team they did this social media post where they're handing Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown like retro items like tapes and stuff like that and they have to figure out what it is. It's like a floppy disk and stuff like that. The first thing they give them is a VHS tape and the top comment is should have given them a VHS tape. One guy replied, it was literally the first thing they gave them. Another one goes, they did. And the guy (laughs) replies to the original comment, sorry. I like doesn't, people. doesn't delete it, just goes, sorry. <laughs> um, I like people that own after their mistakes on social media and apologise. It's good. The world needs more of that. Well, funny you say that. We actually had a couple of messages from Indian fans that had seen them firing back at Kick It Forward because I eventually said, fuck it, Kick It Forward are father of India. So they're mm. total of India. <laughs> and I got a couple of DMs from Indian fans going, hey, ignore all the haters. We are so proud of Australia. They perform really well. I got a couple of messages like that. So despite the mother, yeah. despite the mother effers and everything like that, you know, we came full circle and three guys separately apologized me from uh, the subcontinent to say, hey, you know what? You should be proud. Okay. Uh, only 1.499999 billion to go. It's a good percentage. Yeah. So let's, no, no, let's, let's announce this. Kickerfoot podcast is friendly with India. Yeah, we, we're yeah, not. That's official. Okay, that's official. I think official we need to. Have, that's out. the law. Official shout out. Shout to out to India. India. Shout out to India. Oh, they'll love us for that. <laughs> <laughs> the last nuffy of the week was Khan H. Um, just a fan of the pod. He ran two point five kilometers on Strava and spelt out "kick it forward" uh, with his trail. Unbelievable. It I, took him thirty one minutes. I was thinking about this. I love that. I think a li- I think a little competition is in order. Is this wait, if this is your idea to try and grow the podcast to do a Strava by yourself and raise uh, thousand bucks? This is a freebie one for you. Okay, thank you very much. Get out there on your Strava, spell out, kick it forward, wherever you're running. Yeah, you've got until it's a lot of turns tomorrow, December third. <clears throat> That's a Sunday, I think. December third. Is that your birthday? No, nineteenth. <laughs> thanks. Um, and birthday <laughs> <laughs> month. Oh, I'll be well, well and truly kicked off by then. Um, if you want to write any longer sentences out too, that'd be really funny, but screenshot them and send them in. Best one or biggest one gets the best prize ever, asterisk. <sighs> Sad Ange ball. Sad Ange ball. Sorry, uh, yeah, Ange, they lost, eh? They've lost two in a row. We're fourth now. Who? That's all I got. That's all you got? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs>
Spurs are down to fourth. Very right. sad. Yeah. Uh, lost with nine men to Chelsea after two red cards. They lost to the Wolves after conceding two goals in stoppage time. Just heartbreak. Heartbreak stuff for, for Tottenham. But um, it's another opportunity for Ange to give us another inspiring quote. This time backing the underdogs, the referees who are always just getting, you know, they're always under the, under the, the spotlight in the APL with the VAR, but, but Ange had their back. That's the problem. Premier League managers should just manage their football clubs. I've never and I never will talk to a referee about the rules of the game. I was taught that you grow up and you respect the officials. You know what managers do? I'll tell you what managers do, me included. We try and find ways to bend the rules, to get around them. Tell me what the rule is and I guarantee you'll have a room full of managers processing how can I get around this. I think it's so hard for a referee to to, to officiate these days. Their, their authority is just constantly getting diminished. I just, I just don't know how, like, like I said, I used to be, I grew up afraid of referees. I'd be like a policeman. And everything he says is inspirational. I know. People are reacting to that saying like, oh, bullshit, uh, just because it doesn't go your way, now you're trying to like play the, um, the hero. I'm like, wait, wouldn't it be bad worse if he was like, fuck the referees? Like, yeah, I know, you can't win. I tried to reply, there were tears all over my keyboard. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's cool. Hey guys, at this point, Joe Weston got up, gave us all the finger, told us to bloody F off, and then left. And we were all shocked. No, no, her parking actually expired, so she had to go. Um, so thanks, Joe Weston, the world champion netballer, and Vixen for coming on the pod. Breakups, hookups, scandals. We know your darkest secrets. Sports Gossip! Sports Gossip! Oh my god. How bloody exciting is this, boys? Sports Gossip's back. Oh! And you're not going to believe it. Oh, oh, I thought maybe maybe after a break. I, I sometimes like believing. to believe it. You know yeah. the old saying, boys? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Oh Unless sports gossip has anything to do with it. Fever. <laughs> 41 years and a few hiccups in the practice session later. Vegas hosted a brilliant F1 race over the weekend, boys. You catch any of the action? Uh, I did just mostly tune into the, like, the sideline stuff. Yeah, nice one. I saw some highlights. I saw a pothole. There was a pothole. Oh, my God. The potholes in practice pothole. one. Um, seven minutes in, causing so much damage to Ocon's car, Carlos Sainz's car, the chassis fucked up. They had to cancel um, cancel it for a bit. And it got so late that the um, staff were timed out. They couldn't work any longer. So they had mm. to send all the crowds home. It was a ghost town for P2 and P3. Far you, out. Well, because like normally when there's a pothole, you just put a sign. It's like a caution pothole. Exactly. Science. See, this, Georgie, I was thinking about this street circuit. What they need... Hang on a sec. Can we get some more party party music, please? <laughs> We're in fucking Vegas, guys. We're in Vegas, bro. We're in Vegas, seriously. Uh, no, the um, the barriers, Giorgio, it's a street circuit, but the barriers take away the street circuit vibe. I think they should take the barriers down. I want to see cars whizzing past palm trees. Yeah. Whizzing yep. past people. If there's a crash and hundreds of spectators get wiped out... <laughs> So be it. Don't stand so close to the fast that's, cars going That's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz. I, I do agree, though. I saw a lot of TikToks of them talking about how they were just basically covering up every single overpass, every single chance to even see anything. And charging um, hotels. 
what to like be to, in, just to in be the, the hotel near the race. <laughs> how do they? How do they get this approved? I, I don't think they. I don't think they did very very well with that one. Yeah. Yeah, not at all. But the covering up, covering up uh, viewing spots is just ridiculous. Just quick um, shout out to the Sphere, best coolest thing ever. Yes. Oh, the I've seen the images structure. from inside. Apparently there. losing money, but yeah, oh, whatever. My, yeah, they spent two billion dollars. Yeah, well, oh. it's hard to. That's uh, an expensive. You will need sphere. a few U two concerts to make your money back on that one. Well, I'm just saying, plan ahead. <laughs> oh God, Josh, let's get some more party music. Come on, DJ, come on. <laughs> Far out. This is a party up in here. Seriously, Party Spots Gossip Vegas F1 edition. It's bloody good. Brundle was back in action. Oh, I thought you were, I thought he died. No, Brundle's back. Brundle's back, baby. And I tell you what, he was saving it all up for this particular grid walk. It seemed like a bit of a longer one because there were so many celebrities on the body grid, guys, and you're not gonna believe you're not gonna believe who the body celebrities were. Who? Okay. Usain Bolt. Whoa. Chef extraordinaire Gordon Ramsay. A-A-A-A-listers. Yes. FIFA president Gianni Infantino. Today oh, today. Fast. Today. How frustrated would you be if you, you, get, you get, like, sneak your way into a, like a triple A-list party event at the F1 GP and on your tables Gianni Infantino and then the other table is guys like that, you know what I mean? Today I feel uh, gay. <laughs> the best yeah, thing oh, ever please be you same boy. Johnny Infantino, damn it! <laughs> and he's just telling you that he feels disabled. And what do you reckon he's like ordering at the table? He's like, today I feel the roast chicken, please. <laughs> Will I am Steve Aoki. Wow. I thought you were Harry. Ibrahimovic, <laughs> Tiesto, Shaq. Brundle bought an extra long like mic cable to come out of his belt so that he, <laughs> in case he got to talk to Shaq, then he got the chance to speak to Shaq and, and uh, Shaq just went, Hamilton and just like kept walking. It's probably one, one wasted word. or something. But Brundle's microphone was out there because he had an extra long cable. Sean White and Kylie Minogue. That's all I've got time for in sports gossip. But Josh, yeah. give, give us a party song to wrap it up. Why oh, don't you? See if I've got one. Yeah. Shake that. <laughs> 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 oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Vegas! Ooh, Vegas! Vegas! Baby! Ah. <laughs> Mr. President, can this wait? I've got bigger fish to fry. God bless my friend Harry. Harry's big house. Bad boys, bad boys. Uh oh. What? 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 what is it? It's been a while since you've been in court. Yeah, I know. I've been on annual leave. Sorry. What? Yeah. And yes, my vacation to Hawaii was awesome. Thanks for asking. This is the best Hawaiian music you can find. I was thinking like luau music or something. It was cheap. <laughs> I didn't stay there for too long, guys. The law don't the law don't take a holiday, does it? Well, Crime you doesn't take a holiday. You just said you did. <laughs> certainly did. No, it's nice to be back. Cut the music. This oh, is sorry. serious. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Oh my god, hang on. The order's gonna sound awesome in this echoey room. One sec. Sorry, other, other businesses working. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, we're definitely getting complaints. Um, Maya writes in. I've been, I've been excited about this one because Maya, I think, came along to the live show. Yep. I was going to use this case there, but I didn't. I think I could get risk, risk getting murdered if I did this case at the live show. What do you mean? Oh, it's, you're going to hear it. Well, you'll know what I mean in a second. 
Maya says, I have been in a relationship for just shy of two years now. And a few months ago, my boyfriend kept kept mentioning his footy trip to other people in passing and was even dropping in the dates, which seemed unnecessary. Like a broken record, I heard this same information in the passage of Small Talk six times within a small, within a two month period. Now here is where the offense lies. The dates of the footy trip are over my 21st birthday. I had been thinking he was trying to soft launch the idea of being away with the boys on my birthday by continuing to mention it while I was around. So after the seventh person had heard the story and walked away, I say to him on the down low or the DL or the dull, hey, you know it's totally sweet that you're gonna be away and you can just tell me that next time. To which he replied, what do you mean? He had forgotten my birthday and proceeded to forget until I reminded him. But to give him credit where it's due, he was very remorseful once he had finally had the epiphany. Now, I'm genuinely not too phased by the fact and I'm cognizant that no matter how long we have dated, he is married to the boys. (laughs) However, the precedent set within the jurisdiction of our relationship demands harsh repercussions. Excellent English here, by the way, Maya. The precedent I'm referring to is that two months into the relationship, I asked him what month he was born. He was cut by this, offended. And I'm occasionally reminded of this. Judge Harold, with your wise and lawful hand, I ask you to discern justice and equity. Kind regards, one of your fake female listeners. (sighs) Guys, the thing is, this is uncharted territory for me. (laughs) Relationships. Hmm. Yep, that's what, don't we all? Maya. I'm crying. Maya. My. Oh, Maya. <laughs> I was working on that one for a little while. Is everyone else in the room doing okay with this, this scenario here? Um. <laughs> well, it's cut to be close to home for me. Yeah. Well, you know, they say happy birthday. I don't see anything happy about this. No, that's true. Thank you, you know Georgia. What? Birthday. Just birthday. Yeah. I guess he's a young guy, so he can be forgiven for screwing up, you know what I mean? Mm. But then the hypocrite, like the hypocrisy of it all. Mm. <sighs> um, I don't want to brag, um, guys, but <laughs> this was actually a pretty easy case for me. <laughs> <laughs> Gift wrapped, was it? Yeah. Oh, I'm getting pretty good at these now, especially after a bit of a re- re- um, reset. To the naked eye. It seems we have a classic case of forgetting a loved one's birthday syndrome. But my eyes see things differently. That wasn't the crime here at all. Hmm. In fact, if that was a crime, then I'd be working even more than my current schedule of 24-7. <laughs> wow, that's a lot. <laughs> oh, duh. Sorry, sorry. A little bit of order, please. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> People forget birthdays all the time and we move on. What Maya's partner did here is quite cunning, really, but not fooling Maya or me. He's been talking up this footy trip so much that when the time comes around, he's hoping it would be, wouldn't be a shock to Maya's system. And as Maya said, perfectly a soft launch. He made sure Maya was in earshot of every single detail of this footy trip. Here's how it might have gone, one of his conversations. Yeah, so our end of year footy trip to the Gold Coast is going to start at 10 a.m. on the 9th of November when we head to the airport. We're back on the 12th. The flight lands at 4.45 p.m. <laughs> 
boyfriend, whoever you were talking to about the footy trip does not need to know those specifics. I also wouldn't be surprised if he indirectly asked Maya for a lift to the airport in this in the process. Maya's partner, you're guilty of giving zero direct communication. You don't have to scroll down too far on Google when searching for hallmarks of a good relationship to see that this charge is quite detrimental. Is a punishment necessary? I don't think so. But are preventative methods and make goods necessary to ensure that this doesn't happen again? You need to learn. Yeah. You need to yeah, learn. Yeah, from yeah. You. I was going to say, yeah. Here, here. Is that what you were going to say? Here, here. Order. I, I was going to say you're an amazing judge. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. What were you thinking? I'm, I'm not going to order that. You can continue. Oh. <laughs> Reverse order. Redro. <laughs> yeah, right. Myers partner. <laughs> partner. You are sentenced to 12 months of giving Maya full access to your calendar. Full transparency is required until you can be trusted again. Okay? How's that? Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, hang on a sec. This was terrible behaviour. A punishment is necessary. That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking the whole time. Oh, nice. No. <laughs> Thanks. Order. <laughs> and I actually did think of a great punishment uh, during the week and I thought, perfect. I need a punishment for this case. One, This one could actually be good for fantasy groups as well. Go on. Okay. Maya's partner, you are sentenced to one night of sleeping with the bedroom light on. <laughs> what do you think? Well, with all the big light on. Yeah, the big light. <laughs> How bad would that be? You're really annoying. How annoying would that be? But possible? It was, that's true. <laughs> Can, obviously, like, you need to specify that they can't put any blindfold on or anything. No, they can't. And you, you can side sleep, you can back sleep, you can't stomach sleep. You can't stomach sleep. No, you can't bury your head in the pillow. Well, I've done it a lot of times where you just wake up hung, like fully dressed um, with the lights on. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I've, I've never done that. Who would do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, now, my intentions with this case were never to damage the relationship further. In fact, these lessons and punishments should ensure that footy trips and birthdays are happy and they are enjoyed for years to come. It's just a shame that Maya's birthday happens to be in the prime of the off-season. <laughs> Case closed and, oh, one more thing. Happy 21st birthday, Maya. Happy birthday to oh. you. Yeah. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Hey. Muscles. Great superstars. Cold regards. You've got mail. Welcome to Mail Anywhere here from you, the fans. So if you have any, uh, I guess, guerrilla marketing ideas, any schemes or any Harry's Big House, and also anything you want to ask us in particular, send it to kickitforwardmailbag at gmail.com. Uh, we'll get to it. We sometimes get to some DMs. But we prefer the email, which I've stipulated quite a lot. Ryan Clancy writes in, Hey, Giddy, Armani, and Prince. Yesterday, I had eight hours of driving, so managed to listen to 10 apps of full credit in a row. I started with the McFlurry and finished at Barry Hall. Uh, some fun items of note. The editor's desk slaps. I forgot. It's awesome. The sting off was amazing. That was the 8th of the 2nd, 2022. For new listeners, before the shout outs to the Taliban and the show was about shouting, the show was about shouting about the CCP. Seriously, bring back the editor's desk sting. I need this on my desk by 5 p.m. P.S. Would anyone like to buy Wallaby's jersey? Oh. How how much? You need to say how much. Belinda Fogg says, hey guys, in the minority here and actually like the pod. I don't believe you, Linda. I'm also a big fan of the stings, but the stinge male sting is grinding my gears. Ooh. The, the little guy says, it's not breaking the law. <laughs> I hate that. 
but sometimes it toes the line. Toe the line equals accept the authority policies or principles of a particular group, especially unwillingly Oxford Dictionary. Also meaning to conform to rules or expectation expectations. Does this not equal not breaking the law? In other words, it makes no fucking sense. I think you mean sometimes it's borderline. Anyway, I know you don't care about getting things right, but my husband is pissing me off on purpose by constantly going around the house singing the sting. <laughs> Regards a female listener. Uh, yeah, maybe I got that wrong. I don't know. Toe the line. Did I fuck that up? Maybe. Am I, I going to change it? I don't care so much about I don't care. I'm not changing it. I'm not, I'm not, I think yeah, you've incriminated yeah. yourself too much anyway within it to worry about grandma. Who's, what happened to grandma? Oh, God. I got a DM, actually, which I was stoked about. Cha-ching. Legend. Been an absolute legend. Uh, I'm going to call this person Marley. Uh, just to protect our identity, etc., etc., except that's etc. This was sent to me Friday night. Go on, Your Honour. <laughs> I'm here from Newcastle, New South Wales, and want to meet you. Where are the Kick It Forward boys having a drink this weekend? And I went back to him, Your Order. Um, I said, I think you were down south, RG. Oh, I was. You had a bucks. I had a lot. It was a busy weekend. Mm. It was a very busy weekend. I said, I said, check out Frio if you're looking for a good night out. Um, he said, thanks, mate. Sadly, your city's gentlemen's clubs have taken a toll on me, so I'll be resting up for Coldplay tomorrow. <laughs> enjoy your night. Fucking hate the pot, eh? That's pretty good. Thank you, Molly. I hope you enjoyed Perth. Thanks for coming, mate. And yeah, a lot of people came in for um, Coldplay. Obviously, Joe was here as well, but, um, yeah, so many people seem to be in town. I just had one randomly here. Uh, Bo sent in... Someone that posted on Perth Fish and Chip Hunters. Um, hey guys, spelled hey, H-A-Y. Um, anyone have Paulie's from Atwell? Yesterday uh, I had it and now I feel ill today. It was <laughs> yummy too. Um, so not sure what's happening. And the only other thing I ate that day was Cocoa Pops. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a photo of it. This is like daily diet is like, Cocoa Pops and Fish and Chips. <laughs> it's the two main food groups. <laughs> yeah, so there's that one. Uh, there's one here from, um, I think we've got time for one more, don't we? We've got time for a couple more, yeah. yeah. We'll rattle them off. One here I found from Bruce Wayne. Um, Hello, cat dog and that gross little blue rat that lives in a hole in the wall. Sorry, Josh. Just a quick <laughs> animal thought. How fucking insane are electric eels? Seriously, I cannot believe they even exist. Boys, I don't think you get it. There is an animal out there, arguably the grossest animal too, that can kill things via the electric chair upon will. How the fuck is this even possible? And why is it not talked about more often? You can literally die at the hands of an eel through electrocution. What the fuck? Bruce Wayne continues, would love to hear your thoughts, but kind of not because I hate this pod just as much as the next bloke. He's, he's also made a personalised email. Yeah, and says no regards. <laughs> Brother. Yeah, it's a good point. We don't talk about electric eels enough. It is crazy. Because you know what's like, you know what's completely out of the realm of possibility? A unicorn. What, a horse with a cone on its head, but there are swimming snakes that have electricity in them. That's way more fucked yeah, than a unicorn. Could, I mean, rhinos exist. Exactly. Rhinos sake. are more impressive. Unicorns are three quarters of a horse. They, yeah. actually, they used to call rhinos unihorns. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, the final I had in, this is a bit old news, but uh, Sing Tao, which is the Chinese beer, you might have tried it before, but a an employee from the beer company was caught pissing in the hops as it just was brewing it. And there's CCTV footage from BBC News of him just literally sitting, standing in it and rather than going to the toilet, just having a giant piss. 
we almost got through a whole episode. <laughs> and I was I was wondering, was it because Joe was here, Georgia? There was less piss chat? <laughs> what are you looking at me for? I uh, didn't bring it up. Our esteemed guest. Uh, yeah, true, Josh. Sorry, well, Have I, you just, changed? I, thought, I thought this was, I thought that just needed to be brought up. Like, I think Giorgio's mind consists, like, he even brought up a sketch the other day and he goes, sorry, it's not about piss. And it was actually about eating dog shit. <laughs> it's funny, though. It's funny. It's funny. Um, so, this one in particular, Giorgio, so are you less or more likely to drink Sing Tao now that you know that the employee's piss in it? No, I, I, no, I don't want to drink piss. I'm just saying if the employee has only. Is he, it, like, as long as he hasn't drunk his own piss three times, then it's technically it's not toxic because you can do it three times. I get that because you've said it nonstop for like two years. But I also um, don't believe you and think that the whole goal, this whole podcasting, your whole life is to be pissed on. So um, <laughs> that, was, that was the mailbag. At least he didn't piss in a sink. That's worse. Nothing wrong with it. Hey, guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, we also had Ben Golding. He went over to Dome and just got... <laughs> Got a photo of his mate in Rottnest Dome yeah. at Rottnest Island. Two thumbs up. So they're obviously over Coldplay having a good time. Rottnest Dome hits different. Six thumbs up for that. Thanks so much for Joe Weston for helping out. And if you want more of her, check out the Backstoppers. That's her podcast with the Vixens. Thank you, Joe. Thank, well. you, Thank you, Georgia. Thank, Thank you, Josh. I'm Harry signing out. Get your podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Order.